Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. podcast it is going to be an amazing and amazing discussion first of all it is summertime so you're going to see me in this tank because it's summertime but i'm also wearing this because it is a powerful potent principle that i'm going to infuse in today's leadership lesson you know we do the business giving form leadership podcast that leaders go further faster and it's a really an outreach and an out flow of my heart to see leaders empowered it's part of who we are at harvest church part of who we are Harvest Bible College, part of who we are, Harvest Leadership Network. And I want to encourage you, you can absolutely 100% get connected to everything that's happening in and with Harvest Church. In case you're not familiar with who I am, they call me the People's Bishop. But with the principles that are going to be shared today are principles that transcend church, that transcend and the world of Christianity, even these are principles that you can use in business, secular businesses, Christian businesses. It doesn't matter. These principles are transferable. These principles are tangible. It's going to be an amazing discussion today. Today's leadership podcast is about you ready the lied to leader lies that leaders are told. And I can promise you this. It is going to change the way that you lead. It's going to make you effective. It's going to make you better. It's going to make you incredible. But before we jump into today's leadership talk, in case you're unfamiliar with who I am, here's a little bit about my background. What's this? Shout out to Bishop Foreman for inviting me into your church today. He's a good man.
Wow, that's amazing. Every time I view that, I don't look at it for the purposes of giving me glory because to be honest, as a leader, um, I really believe, and as a man, to be honest with you, I really believe I'm just beginning to scratch the surface of what it is that I'm going to do in and through life. I believe that there's so much more for me to do. And I want to encourage every leader to have that mentality. Never view life as you've arrived. Always view life as you're just getting started. You're just beginning, you're, but you're growing and you're learning and you're going to get better. You're going to do more. You're going to reach more people. You're going to do what you do. But that will always keep you on the cutting edge. That will always keep you pursuing excellence. That will always keep you pursuing more. I want to encourage you, if you do not have the Harvest Church mobile app, that is the best way to stay connected to me. All you have to do is text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. What's cool about it is that, number one, you can get all of my, some people call them sermons. We call them life-giving messages. A sermon to me is something that um, you got when you did something wrong as a child, but a message is something that's delivered to bring light into your life. So you can get those. You can get all of our podcasts. We do the message podcasts, as I mentioned. Every time we go live, you'll get a notification. Um, there is a devotional that goes out that's in the app. You've got our prayer podcast that's in there. You've got the leadership podcast. You even have something called an Ask the Bishop podcast. It literally uh, is a variety of different topics um, that are there that you can access that are going to, again, speak life into your life. My job and part of my assignment in life is to create content that's going to speak life into your life. And not just create content because we got a lot of content creators in the world. What makes Bishop Foreman different? And I've got fruit and I've got results. Uh, you know, here's how we say it. We got receipts. We got receipts um, of really um, the tangibles that really show and illustrate that the principles that I'm teaching are principles that work. One of the things about me is I'm going to I'm going to always tell you, always strive to tell you not only what went right, but I'm going to also strive to tell you what did not go right. I'm going to tell you the truth. And today's podcast is going to be absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, I want to also encourage you as we're going through this, um, that if any time what we do is a blessing to you, be a blessing. You should always give and sow into anything that is a blessing to you. And so best way to do that, go right there to the website, Harvest Church at Church forward slash give. That's the best way. That's the easiest way uh, to be able to give and connect with Harvest. And so leaders should always be um, leading as it relates to their sowing, leaders should always lead in their sowing. And so I want to encourage every leader today. I want to, there's a target seed today uh, of this particular podcast. So when you think of that, um, 100 is, is double jubilee, right? It is double celebration. Um, there's so much scriptural um, background that I could give you about 100, but here's what I want to believe, that the second part of 2022 for you is going to be a half where you literally are having double celebration, double jubilee, um, that whatever you thought you were going to accomplish between now and the end of the year, as you sow that seed, I'm going to believe that you're going to literally do double that, double celebration. So I want to challenge every leader to sow that seed. Again, go right to the Harvest Church, the church forward slash give. You can do it that way. If you want to use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. I'll bring that up again at the end of the podcast. But um, from some of our listeners and faithful viewers and people who are connected, they said, Bishop, bring it up at the first part too. And so that's why we're doing that. Okay, let's jump in, guys. 
I'm excited about it. Let's talk about some of the lies about leadership. So I told you at the beginning um, that I had on this tank top on purpose because um, one, it's summertime. And then two, you would not typically expect to see a leader, a leader that's a bishop in a tank top doing a leadership podcast. I wanted to do it to show you that when it comes to leadership, um, to be a great leader, sometimes you're going to have to change the model. You're going to have to change the mode. You're going to have to be the game changer. Number one, um, I need you to know as a leader, um, you want to always acknowledge, recognize, um, um, believe in the examples that have been set, believe in the models that have been set, but also recognize, number one, that there's a game changer in you. If you're going to be a duplication of everything that already was and has been, then what is the need and the necessity of your leadership, right? So I did this on purpose to make you think, hmm, that's different. That's exactly what I wanted you to do. Let me give you some stats on leadership, especially with an emphasis of leadership in Christian ministry. Now, the reality is, is these statistics are transferable. They're portable in many ways because of the underlying substratum. Number one, over 1,700 pastors left the ministry every month last year. 1,700. One, seven, zero, zero. Number two, 4,000 new churches open each year while 7,000 churches close each year. That means a net loss of 3,000 churches. These numbers are pre-pandemic. So post-pandemic, these numbers are even higher. Number three, the profession of pastor is at the near bottom of most respected professions, just above car salesmen. Number four, 60%, 66% of church members expect the pastor and their family to live to a higher moral standard than themselves. And this is a really misguided expectation because have you ever looked at somebody's hairdresser? Sometimes the hairdressers need to go get their hairdress. Have you ever looked at somebody's doctor? Sometimes doctors aren't the most fit and healthy people. Sometimes lawyers have legal problems. Sometimes mechanics have uh, issues with their automobiles. Just because it's someone's profession and someone's occupation and even their vocation, profession, what you do professionally, occupation, what you do for income, vocation, what you're called to do, those are the three, um, just because of that, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have to necessarily have issues or challenges in that. 50% of pastors feel so discouraged that they would leave the ministry if they could, but they have no other way of making a living. 50% of ministers starting out will not last five years. One of 10 ministers will actually retire as a minister in some form. 70% of pastors constantly fight depression. 40% report a serious conflict with the parishioner at least once a month. 75% report significant stress-related crises at least once in their ministry. Doctors, lawyers, and clergy, which would include pastors, um, have the most problems with these things. Drug abuse, what? alcohol, are you kidding me? And suicide. Interestingly enough, all of these jobs, all of these roles are about helping people. So it seems that people that help people sometimes don't help themselves. Remember, these are about Christian ministry, but the truth is these principles are portable for anybody that sits in a seat of leadership, which means sometimes the things you're helping people do are things you actually need help with yourself. 85% of pastors say their greatest problem is that they're sick and tired of dealing with problem people. And finally, 90% 
said the hardest thing about ministry is dealing with uncooperative people. Wow. When you look at all of this, this is not just the reality of a pastor. This is not just the reality of church. This is the reality of leadership. Leaders are going to deal with uncooperative people. If you're not dealing with uncooperative people, that means you are probably not leading very well. Because it's, it's especially in today's culture, it is not common that everybody is going to jump on board with where you're trying to take them and what you're trying to do. You're going to deal with stress as a leader. Stress is simply a result of pressure that's being placed on you. You're going to have conflict with people. And sometimes not just if you're in customer service, not just the end user, your customer, but sometimes the people on your team, the people that work with you, the people that work for you, you're going to feel discouraged. You're going to want to quit. There are days you're going to say, I'm done with this. I am over this. Goodbye. You're going to sometimes feel totally disrespected. And there are going to be more businesses that close than businesses that open. This is the reality of leadership. And while these statistics are about Christian ministry, they're portable and they transfer to leadership. So experience, listen to this quote, is not the best teacher. Someone else's is, and it costs you less. I want you to remember that quote today. Experience is not the best teacher. Someone else's is, and it costs you less. This is why, and I want to throw this plug in here. If you are a leader, I want to encourage you to get connected to the Harvest Leadership Network. Can I tell you why? Because every leader needs a leader. Every general needs a general. Every pastor needs a pastor. Um, the beauty of the Harvest Leadership Network is that it's for leaders in all the seven spheres of society, not just pastors. Well, I knew my assignment was to influence influencers, right? So what are the seven spheres of society? Number one, arts and entertainment. Number two, business. Number three, education. Number four, family. Number five, government um, number six church or spirituality and then finally i'm forgetting one arts and entertainment business education family government media 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 is the last one if you're a media a media a leader in any of those areas the harvest leadership network is for you it's a group of leaders all across america and around the world like-minded progressive that recognize that what we do is having an impact on people's lives. And so we're all about empowering leaders to change regions and seize the harvest. And you don't have to just be a church leader to do that. You can be in hair care. You can be in finance. You can be in any area of business and recognize that you are there on assignment. You are there to change the game. Remember where we started. You are there to bring some change in the atmosphere all right so i want to encourage you text leadership 877-552-4746 you can connect to the harvest leadership network all right so let me give you some lies that leaders are given um because those statistics tell us that a lot of leaders get lied to and have bad expectations sometimes of what leadership is supposed to be like number one here's a lie about leadership leaders are supposed to rescue people a lot of that conflict that people are having dealing with uncooperative people and stress a lot of that is because you're trying to rescue who doesn't want to be rescued you're trying to keep a job for somebody that doesn't want the job and as a leader you got to understand it is not your responsibility to rescue people listen to what jesus said in matthew 10 and 16 behold i send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves he's telling you up front you're sheep they're wolves and i need you to be wise 
Think about this. He says, be wise like a serpent. Serpent in the Bible isn't a snake. It means deceiver. She says, I want you to think like a liar. That's crazy. I mean, you think like a deceiver. He says, you won't get played if you think about how people may try to play you. He's not saying be suspicious. He's just saying, don't walk around thinking that everybody has good intentions like you do. Don't walk around thinking that everybody wants to see everybody win like you do. Number two, here's a lie about leadership. Leaders have time for everything. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have time for everything. Listen to me, leader. Everything is not an urgent thing for you. Everything is not an important thing for you. If you spend too much of your time letting everybody else's urgence and importance become urgent and important to you, you'll never actually do the job of leading. So you'll become a great manager, but you'll never lead. See, a manager manages what leaders create. A manager facilitates what leaders create. This is called the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. You don't get it twisted. Leadership also involves management. Those two things go hand in hand. But if you spend all of your time managing fires and managing urgent and managing um, important, you'll never actually step back in order to be the leader. Number three, here's a lie about leadership. Everybody can be reasoned with. Not so. You can't reason with everybody because everybody's not reasonable. Sometimes as a leader, you're going to have to just simply say, this isn't a fit. You are not a fit to work for me. You are not a fit to be employed by me. You are not a fit. You ready? Maybe it's even a customer. Sometimes you may have to say, you know what? I can tell what you want. What you want actually isn't what we deliver, but I've got a referral for you that's a good fit. Everybody cannot be reasoned with. In relationships, sometimes you have to say, you know what? You're, this is not going to go anywhere romantically because I can tell we're on two different pages. But this person may be a great friend. Don't turn a project into a relationship. I'm just saying, let's go. Next, here we go. Number four, experiencing betrayal means you're not a good leader. Not so and not true. Jesus, the greatest leader that has ever walked the face of the planet, the greatest leader that has ever been in existence. Do you not know? He was betrayed by Judas, Matthew 26, 25. Then Judas already turned traitor said, it isn't me, Rabbi, is it? And I love what the Bible says in the message translation. Jesus looks at Judas and says, don't play games with me, Judas. Guess what? Because John 6 and 15 says, perceiving they were about to come and take him by force to make him king. In other words, Judas's betrayal was really Jesus's promotion. Jesus's betrayal was, excuse me, Jesus's betrayal was really his opportunity for him to be everything God created him to be. So you'll never become without betrayal. I'll back that one up because you need to tweet me that one, put that in your Insta story. You will never become without betrayal. Here's the next point, number five. Leadership is all is all about talking. And don't get it twisted. To be a leader, you've got to speak. Vision cannot be executed if it's not delivered. Vision cannot be executed if it's not articulated. People are not just going to know what you're thinking and do it. You have to tell them. You have to give them vision. But here's what's important. Leadership is really also about listening. Sometimes the best thing a leader can do is sit back, ask questions, and listen and say nothing. Sometimes the best thing a leader can do is sit back, ask questions, and say nothing. Dr. Maya Angelou, the late, great Dr. Maya Angelou said this, when people show you who they are, believe them. Now, I thought that was the end of the quote. I found a full quote. Here's what it says. When people show you who they are, 
Believe then, here's the rest of the quote, the first time. As a leader, you have to know that sometimes you just need to listen. Listen to what people are saying. Listen to what they're doing. Listen to how they're talking. Listen to how they're speaking. Listen to what they say about you. Listen to what they say about your organization. Listen to what they're saying. Because sometimes you feel blindsided by what happens with people. And the truth is, you shouldn't feel blindsided. You should ask yourself, why did I not listen? They told you up front they didn't want that job forever. They told you up front they weren't going to be with you forever. They told you up front that they were loyal to something different than you. Sometimes we just did not listen. Here's number six. Leadership is easy. No, it's not. If leadership was easy, everybody would do it and everybody would be good at it. Mark 9, 19. Jesus said to them, you faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. See, in Mark chapter 9, this guy comes to Jesus and he says, listen, Jesus, I took my son to your people, but your people could not do what you do. So perhaps you could do for me what they cannot do. And Jesus, he gets frustrated. He's like, you people are faithless. How long shall I be with you? Now, at this point, Jesus had been with them for a prolonged period of time. And even he got frustrated. Listen to me, leader. It's okay to get frustrated. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to want to quit. But it's not okay to quit. It's okay to want to give up sometimes. It's not okay to give up. Not for you. You are a world-changing, history-making, game-changing leader. Maybe you've been lied to. Just because you feel the desire to give up doesn't mean you have to give into it. When you're a leader, leaders fight through. When everybody else is sitting down. Here's the next one. I like this one the most, I think. Success is having successors. Let me say this another way. The quality of the leader is seen in the performance of the follower. Not true. Not true. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, I want you to listen. There's this man named Eli. Eli is the prophet of God. He's the man of God. And he has two sons. And with these two sons, I want you to see what the Bible says about them. 1 Samuel 2 and 12. It says, now the sons of Eli were worthless men. Let's stop right there. I don't have to read any more of the, Bible, the verses. The Bible says that even though he's this great leader, he's this great man of God, he literally trains up the prophet that would take over after him named Samuel. Samuel, because a great prophet, Samuel is the guy, you may remember this from the Bible, who anoints David to be king. He anoints Saul to be king. Great victories under his belt. He's an amazing God because he's he's not just an amazing guy, excuse me. He's not just a prophet. He's not just a judge. He's also, I mean, he's got all of these things that he does. Like Samuel is the man. Sam is the man. If he can't do it, no one can. But guess what? His son's worthless. Does that mean he was a bad father? No. Um, the Bible, in fact, goes on and says this. After Samuel asked his sons, why are you all doing some of the things that you're doing? Because let me tell you what they were doing. Um, listen to verse 22. It says, now Eli was old, but he kept hearing all that his sons were doing how they laid with the women who were serving at the entrance of the tent of meeting. They were sleeping with the women in church. Verse 23, he said to them, why do you do such things? I hear of your evil dealings with the people. My sons, don't do this. Stop doing this. He says, if you sin against a man, the Lord will forgive him. But who's going to forgive you if you sin against the Lord? Listen to this part of the verse. This is it for you. But they would not listen to the voice of their father. They would not listen to the voice of their supervisor. They would not listen to the voice of their manager. They would not listen to the voice of their leader because it was the will of the Lord to put them to death. 
shut your mouth today. I don't mean that literally. I just mean this is good to me. It should be good to you too. Because literally sometimes God says as a leader, I'll let people not listen to you. Not because you're a bad leader, but because I have another plan. I have something else planned for them than what you know and what you think. And sometimes as a leader, the best thing you can do is back up and say, I've done what I can do. Now I've got to keep it moving. Because one punk person does not get to stop this movement. You've heard the phrase, one monkey, don't stop no show. I pray that today's leadership podcast has been a blessing to you. Go back, listen to this again, because these are lies about leadership. And I know I went through them quickly, but I want to make sure you understand the truth about leadership. And I also want you to know you've got this. You're well able. I want to encourage you once again to connect to the Harvest Leadership Network. Text leadership to 877-552-4746. If you're a leader in any of the seven areas of society, allow me to speak life into you. Get connected. You can see the praise reports of people who are connected to Harvest, whether it's Harvest Church, Harvest Leadership Network, Harvest Bible College. Harvest is a organization. We are a ministry where we're all about results in the lives of people. And you get to see it all the time. Not T-H-E-D-A, all the time you get to see it. Listen, this has been the Bishop Kevin Former Leadership Podcast. I want to challenge every leader today if you were blessed by this. So, and the seed challenge today is $100. That's it. So that today, and I'm believing that in the second half of 2022, you're going to have double victory. You're going to have double celebration. You're going to have double jubilee. That's 50 and 50. 50 is a biblical number of jubilee. When you sow your seed, if you're using a method where you can type in the memo, call it that. Call this my double jubilee. If you're using a method because you're connected to Harvest, like text to give or on our website, and you can't put in the memo, as you sow it, just speak that over your seed. This is my double jubilee seed. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for everybody right now, every world-changing, history-making, life-changing leader that's watching or listening to this leadership podcast today. And God, I pray right now that as they release their seed, that you blow their minds in the second half of this year. Whatever they lead, whatever they're over, whatever um, they are building, whatever they are growing, that they would understand the lies about leadership. Reject those lies and replace them with the truth. Feeling like giving up, nothing wrong with that. Giving up, we don't do that. We press, we persevere, we pursue, and we possess. In Jesus' name, amen. Till next time, guys, this has been the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. Do me this favor, share. When you share, great things happen. In addition to that, I want to encourage you, if you're listening to the audio podcast, leave a five-star review. When you do that, it helps us to reach more people. Always be a blessing to what blesses you. Release that seed. And remember, it's your double jubilee seed. You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N. It's the number two at the end or any of our other giving methods. And don't forget, connect to the Harvest Leadership Network. That information is on the screen, too. Until next time, remember, love God, love people, and love life. We'll see you next time. Shalom.